Hey, my name is Greg Stannard. Uh, welcome to Day by Day. Have a interesting conversation today with a good friend of mine, Pastor Isaac Cabrera. He's a middle school pastor in Birmingham, Alabama. Been a good friend of mine for many, many years, uh, but wanted to talk to him as he was recently married on the topic of different seasons of life. I say this a lot, but the life of a Jesus follower is not a sprint, but it's a marathon. And in each season of life, we're going to encounter different problems, different things different ways that looks in following Jesus. And so I want to kind of pick Isaac's brain, talk to him about some of the things he's experienced going from high school to college and now being married and how that walk has changed depending on the season of life he's in. So hope you guys enjoy and get something out of it. Isaac, I'm excited that uh, thank you for your time and just being able to jump on this uh, this day by day podcast. It has reached 10,000 viewers in most countries. Uh, it's global at this point, so I'm glad uh, glad you can contribute your wisdom to it. So appreciate it, man. Happy to be on it. Yeah. Um, so I I did get the opportunity to share in uh, celebrating your wedding day. I was able to be there and be groomsman with you, and uh, a lot of fun. Um, but I know for me and kind of what I want to talk to you about today is I know that transition from not being married to being married comes with, I mean, a, a ton of just life altering things. Um, but I want to dial in specifically on what it looks like in terms of your, your walk with Christ, of how it's changed and transitioned from that. Um, the reason being many of us, and I, I say this a lot on this, this podcast, but the, like the walk with our walk with Christ is not a sprint, but it's a marathon. And in that, you're going to have a ton of different seasons of life. You're 24 now? You're going to be 24 and 24 in a month, actually. Okay. Um, I mean, at 24, like, and I'm 24 as well, we've only been through a couple of seasons of life relative to many yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, I think, very pertinent to, to understand, even though we've been through not, not as many as obviously somebody who's much older and wiser. But I think, it's, I think it's still good to have a healthy mindset of like, okay, what the season I'm in right now is a season. It's going to change. How do I prepare for the next season? What's it going to look like? I think it's easy for, I know for myself when I was a high schooler to think that it's all going to look the same and I was completely wrong. Um, and so yeah, yeah. to start out, uh, really just, I want to open the floor to you to help people get to know you better. Tell us a little bit about your, just your background upbringing in the church and kind of what your early walk with Christ looked like up until, let's just say like high school. Yeah, yeah. So, um, man, we uh, we we really didn't grow up in the church. Uh, honestly, um, we knew uh, of God, I think, conceptually, uh, but church was never something that was a part of our agenda, um, uh, really ever. You know, we 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 would go occasionally, uh, but it was really something that we never did um, consistently. Um, my memories of church uh, are literally uh, two major. Uh, kind of things. One uh, was I would literally go to um, these basketball camps um, at a, a church uh, in Tampa. And then uh, and then the second thing was uh, we spent a year in the Mormon church. Uh, and both of those uh, were interesting. Um, and it kind of shaped uh, uh, who I thought God uh, to be, and also um, uh, just in general, uh, Christianity, uh, yeah. knowing and thinking about it now, um, I had a completely different uh, view of Christianity than I did now. So it was, uh, it was pretty yeah. crazy. But going into high school, uh, again, I mean, church, we, we never did it. And 
and I had friends who, who, who were Christians and I'd heard yeah. about God and Jesus. Um, but man, I, I never from, for myself, I never pursued him. I was, yeah. uh, you know, playing sports. And of course we, we knew, we both knew, knew, knew each other in high school. So it was hilarious. Uh, but man, I, again, I, church was not a part of my vocabulary. How would you, and like if somebody, when you were growing up, like asked you, what does your walk with Christ look like? Or what does a walk with God look like? Like, what would you have said like before being saved? Oh man. Just interested. But <laughs> yeah, I think I, I probably would have said uh just knowing God, I think would have yeah uh what would, would have been my answer. Again, the answer would would probably have no depth because um truly yeah. I had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. Thinking about my experience kind of growing up too, kind of same thing where like I nobody really explained to me what a walk with God looked like. And yeah. I think and I want to ask you about this too, is like what when you began to you got saved, what is it? junior year of high school or it was actually remember? at the end like of senior year, senior year. Yeah. because then you started getting involved pretty heavily in our student ministry and college ministry and everything too but yeah. like as you were just beginning to to look at that like what were some of your early stages of figuring out like what this looks like like walking with christ yeah so first off man i i had to learn how to uh, read the bible and uh, understand it and uh just figure out how to like what, what, what it means to walk as a Christian. Yeah. Uh, so that alone was um, overwhelming. Uh, but honestly, man, uh, it was amazing. Just looking back now, just to see that uh, when God saves you, he also sustains you. So he, his hand was constantly uh, there uh, teaching me the Bible. Yeah. Um, just, just, just helping me to understand the Bible uh, from Genesis to Revelation, cover to cover. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was a journey, man. What did it look really like? Was... Like, just a, like a, on a like day by day. You know, just gonna, I'm gonna plug that a bunch throughout this. So just be ready. Um, <laughs> but on a uh, like on a day by day kind of process, there. What did that look like? Getting in the word, like like I guess what was the biggest influence on that? Like on how you did it, and then what were some of the things you did do? Yeah. So I, it was kind of funny, man. I literally started with, with, uh, Jesus calling, which that's like everyone's first <laughs> demo yeah. book. Uh, and I started there and it wasn't until probably six to eight months of being a Christian, um, that somebody in, in our church, uh, they kind of walked me through why, uh, the Bible, um, would sustain me more than just a simple devotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just learned how to, um, uh, just, I read the Bible for what it is, understand context and the importance of context when you're reading. Um, and uh, really just had time just to build uh, the, the important discipline of, of actually reading the Bible and, yeah. and just learning how to do that. Yeah. So, and I think it really takes to somebody actually walking you through it. I think there goes from you get saved and then you actually have, like when I got saved, I had an idea I should read the Bible because that's what right. I heard in church. Right, and I would right. kind of read passages. Actually, I started in Revelation, which is like the weirdest place to start. <laughs> um, but I was more curious that's about great. what it was and what the John and what the... But it, it took a while for me to actually get like, okay, oh, this is what it's supposed to look like, look like right. day by day, getting in the Word. I mean, I tried to read through the Bible and it took me until Jeremiah to start taking notes and to really start studying it. I mean, yeah. I went from every everything under the sun. And I feel like the biggest influence for me was, again, just hearing it on like Wednesday night student service or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. from other people. And I think it's easy to get influenced by what your idea of of your walk is supposed to look like mm-hmm. by that, yeah. you know? And I think right. I heard a really good sermon once when I was, 
from like a Wednesday night church about, about how to have a quiet time. And it talked about all the different ways you can have a quiet time and experiment right. with it. And I would try to do things like that. And like, for me, especially being, I mean, single high school, college, and not really having that much responsibility, it looked like trying to car out the time in the morning, which I never, I feel like I never did. It was either sure, afternoon sure. <laughs> or night or something. And then, but I think it was, characterized by a lot of free time you know Mm. and now that i'm looking back at it a lot of time that i could have been spending in the lord you know and like with the lord and i definitely think i mean from high school you didn't really have that experience you said you got saved kind of in senior year but Mm -hmm. i know even going to high school to college college pushed me a ton yes um i mean like what were some of the ways that you felt how did college push you in ways that you think wouldn't have been possible if you got saved in high school even Yes, man. So college, as you know, is already a year of transition. Yeah. You are thinking about the future. You're thinking about yourself. And uh, man, college for me was so, so uh, just eye-opening because I had just gotten saved. And then immediately, um, I'm also thinking about my, my life. So, you know, six to eight months in um, is when I, I felt a call to ministry. And uh, just in that season, um, I feel like God really used um, those, especially the first year, yeah. uh, just to build foundation um, on, on my life and um, just just going every Tuesday. You yeah. know, as, as as we know it to be the tree, um, now it's ICM. Uh, man, just doing that faithfully every Tuesday and hearing God's word. Um, uh, and then also just in life, like, yeah. like we said, uh, there was so much transition and so much to plan and to think of. Uh, so yeah. just, just being challenged by, um, yeah. what, what, you know, what it looks like to really put everything in, God, in God's hands, yeah. your plans, your, your future, everything. And I think college is a very interesting season for the Christ follower, especially like in our, you know, modern Western society, what that looks like because yeah. you go from high school. And I think when you're a Christ follower in high school, I think it, I mean, you're on the, it's preached to you all the time that like your school is your mission field. And you're joining clubs, you're doing what, you know, trying to get Bible studies before the morning. And, but at the end of the day, you're still pretty limited in some things that you can do. I think the freedom that comes with college opens up the door for the, you know, four to, I mean, eight years that you could, I mean, you could be there a long time. Yeah, Um, that's right. But I think the freedom that comes in college opens up the door in the life of a Jesus follower to do so much more, to be a part of Mm -hmm. evangelist groups you can have more time and choose your schedule more and set up your schedule more to be more conducive to doing ministry or getting in the word, whatever it looks like. I think right. community wise, I like that was the biggest thing for me. It's I, I actually, I went to university of Florida my first year. And when I came back, one of the first things I did at a tree event was uh, with you guys where I met, I, I knew you, but I really met you. And then sure. hanging out with like uh, some other good friends of ours, like Sammy and Nano and a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we were able to find a, community with guys that we wouldn't have hung out with in high school just from different areas i mean you guys all went the same high school but um yeah yeah. (laughs) i feel like we got to meet so many people that were from so many different walks of life and it was such Mm -hmm. a time of growth and knowledge and training almost and i think i don't think i realized or i think i don't think i really took advantage of that time in college as a time of growth and training and preparation for the next step i think it's easy for us to I mean, especially now, both of us are this next season of life. Now we're married. You know, I have a kid. Like, the next, I mean, you're in college for four years. But really, in that time, it's a time where you can set yourself up for the next, I mean, God willing, you know, 60 years of your life, you know? That's right. So true. And so, what were some of the challenges? I mean, you, so, 
you know, you can, you can kind of talk about this too, but you felt called in the ministry and then talk about your experience, not only going into ministry and kind of how that changed your walk with Christ. And then also uh, as you kind of left college, what did that look like? Like how did, how did some of those things start changing? Was there a change you noticed and so forth? Yeah. So call to ministry happened. Um, and man, I, I was just forced um, not as a ministry leader, but a Jesus follower just to be, that much more uh, reliant on him because I was getting myself, I was being called into something that um, I've never uh, walked through and never experienced. Um, So really, man, uh, it was a huge challenge at first uh, to uh, just surrender my pride and just admit that I don't know it all, that uh, I can't do this on my own and that uh, God's the one that's, that's supposed to be in front of me. Um, and man, just as as years went on and just even moving uh, through college and growing and just learning uh, really day by day what it means to follow Jesus yeah. and to grow in him, uh, man, at the end of college, you know, everyone thinks about getting a job and and what that's going to look like um, uh, for 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 uh, for myself, man, I got obviously got engaged in, in November of uh, 2018 and. Um, and man, I'll tell you this, that last year of college uh, was, I, I believe the first year, my first year and last year of college yeah. um, was a game changer completely. Um, and I, I really just think it's because, uh, again, just thinking about the future, thinking about a job, thinking about one day a family and just um, taking care of them, it just really puts you in a place where you begin to just notice again uh, that you can't do it alone. Yeah. You know, you, you can't do it yourself. Um, and there's, 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 there has to be a choice that's made by, by yeah. um, that individual. And it's, it's basically, am I going to let God take the reins of my life now? Yeah. Or, or am I going to try and do it on my yeah. own? You know, say like there's so many stats out there about people who are after high school, it's harder for them to, to faith in Christ. And I think after college yeah. it's even harder because I think the season of life that you're in in high school is I think one of growth of college, one of almost one of training. And then as the more yeah. and more these responsibilities become real, the more and more that I think it's a giant shift that has to happen between, okay, is this going to be my, I have so much freedom. I have so much time to dive in. Okay. How does that look like now that I, okay, now I have a 40 hour week job. Okay. Now I have a significant other and so forth um i know for me like it was the hardest something i did not anticipate i think was uh and it really hit me after i left being the college intern at Ottawa that i wasn't forced to do ministry every single day that i wasn't around it i think when i was in ministry it almost i almost got to kind of continue that college age feel where i was in the word a lot and that's right i was that was kind of not forced to but i had the opportunity to and i definitely knew like if i wasn't getting in the word then I'm going to suffer in my job and it's going to be obvious and I, I need to. Sure. And when I, when I just went to working 40 hours a week and being married, I went through this shift that took probably months to really like get used to that was right. okay. The Christian walk looks way different than I thought it did when I was in college mm-hmm. for the past four years. And I think I really struggled realizing that like seasons do change in the Christian walk and like you need to be able to adapt and adjust you know, accordingly, you know, I think it's easy for us to get a, an idea of what it looks like to follow Jesus. And then when right. things start to change, I think all of us are going through this right now with, with COVID-19. Uh, but when things start yeah, to change yeah. and you have to adjust, like 
what is your faith really rooted in? What is your walk with God really rooted in? You know, and kind of having to go back to the basics over and over again on that. But got married and as you kind of mentioned too, you got engaged in 2018 got married the next year um and i'm sure things kind of changed there i mean you were the biggest shift i would assume and you can correct me if i'm wrong probably happened when you did yeah. move and get married though and how that looks am i correct or? for sure yeah oh 100 it was a i mean uh leaving what we've known for most of our yeah. life and leaving uh people I mean, including yourself that uh we just love um uh, just a ton. It was hard leaving, uh, leaving all those yeah. things, a church that we were invested in friends that we were invested in family that was close. Uh, man, even now, I think we're still in the, in the process every day mm-hmm. of, um, just establishing, um, our, our own identity, um, and just growing as a married couple, learning what it means to, to, to be married yeah. for myself, learning what it means to, uh, to lead a family and, um, just to just learning what it means to be effective yeah. um, as a, as a Jesus follower. Um, and not just as a pastor, you know, uh, it's been a, I feel like I, I'm in a classroom uh, literally every week because I'm just learning yeah. stuff about myself and about uh, God's word and about Brittany yeah. um, and just how to be just a on a day to day basis. Like what's the biggest change you think that's since marriage has happened? Yeah, man. Uh, it's honestly been, um, I think just, uh, our pace, yeah. um, both of us work, uh, full-time jobs, um, which is completely new, um, man. And just the, the, the pace out test probably the, the number one, uh, uh, thing, uh, here in Birmingham, man, it's it, culturally, it's a, a little slower than Tampa. So it's kind of nice actually. Uh, but man, I would say, uh, just pace everyday schedule, um, it's, it's probably a little faster um, and it's caused us to uh, really just learn some things yeah. um, just about ourselves. Yeah. Do you, um, I mean, now your walk kind of incorporates Brittany in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, how's that been? Do you feel like, do you feel like you're growing? I don't know. It's, it's now that your walk kind of incorporates Brittany, like how has that affected? Do you, I mean, do you think about that kind of stuff? Do you guys do devos together? I mean, like, one of the hardest things to do when you get married is now you are the spiritual leader of your family. And like, I know for myself, I've struggled with Nile and I have gone through and tried, I mean, a million different things from praying together in the morning, afternoon to trying to read together. And it's like, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard to figure something out and be consistent, you know, but how's that look for you guys? Yeah, man, I'll say this, uh, and, and you know this, but, uh, just being married exposes every part of who you are. Um, And I've just learned, and this is not necessarily a spiritual saying, but like uh, I've just been reminded that what you do today is going to impact who you are tomorrow. And that's everything from a husband to a pastor to a friend, Um, man. So it it has caused um, we've learned a ton, Mm -hmm. like I said, Um, and there's been many times already in just six months, literally um, three days ago, I think. 
uh, in just six months, we've both grown um, just spiritually um, in our emotions towards each other, learning, um, you know, I mean, just, just small things, just learning how to love each other, uh, even through arguments yeah. and, and little bickers, you know, and um, just really just learning how to be uh, a, a godly husband and not just, um, you know, be, being controlled by our yeah. pace or by our schedule, yeah. uh, which those things, I mean, especially for you, you uh, with the kid, I can only imagine what it's yeah. like. Um, but man, we, again, and to put it in a simple term, in simple terms, uh, we, we have grown in our walks, uh, I think in a way that we uh, never yeah. have truly. It really forces you to not just think about yourself. I mean, as you kind of alluded to there as well, yeah, you start yeah, to realize yeah. that your walk is way more than about, and as I mean, as you, when you have kids and you have family and whatnot, like it just becomes more and more like your walk with Jesus is not just yourself, you know, like in yeah, the seasons yeah. of life in high school and college and pre-marriage, um, you know, or even if you're, um, you know, if you're single and later ad- older adults that are single too, like, like it's easy. It's, I mean, Paul talks about it in first Corinthians that when you get married, you know, you are no longer concerned with like your priorities are not like the Lord. I mean, they still have the Lord's concerns, but like you're distracted. You're not able to give right. yourself fully to that because now you have yeah. a wife because you have children because you have other things that are not bad, but that becomes your main focus of ministry. And so That's right. That's right. you're not just like for, I know for myself, like I'm not getting in the word, I'm getting in the word solely to, to rest before Jesus. But another reason is sure. as well, because I know like in order for me to be the best husband I can be and the best father I can be, I need to be getting in the word or else I'm going to be failing. Yes. Um, yeah, that's right. And that's what's so interesting about like, no matter what the season you're in, like the same constant call is to abide in Jesus, like no matter what. That's right. Um, but what yeah. changes as a, like what changes around you is how much you're able to, when you're able to, and what that looks yeah. like. Yeah. And I think, hmm. um, and kind of like, wrapping everything up. I think the really important thing from this conversation is that no matter where you are in season in, in your life, like you have to realize like, it's not a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon and you have to be ready and, and mm-hmm. realize that like, it's going to look different in different types of seasons. And right. in the season, you should enjoy the season you're in, like really dive in deep, like don't rush it, yeah. embrace every second, but also be expectant that the season will change one day. And that things may have right. to adapt. And just because they look differently doesn't mean they are, they're wrong. Um, yeah, you know, because good. in college, for example, I was able to spend a ton of time going on evangelist things on campus and reading the Bible, listening to sermons and podcasts all the day. Like that's all I, I got. I had the time to now that I have a child yeah. now that I have yeah. a wife, like all my time is gone. I'm lucky if I have five minutes in the morning to, to read, you know, in peace and quiet before yeah. the day starts, you know, and, yeah. And that's okay, you know, and I think it's just recognizing that um, it's going to look different, but just because it looks different doesn't mean you're failing as a Christian, doesn't mean you're, um, right. you're lacking, doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It just, it just might be a different season, you know, but um, yeah. so right. is there anything else you want to add just kind of in closing that you would want to kind of share? Yeah, I mean, I was telling our students, uh, uh, even last night, man, uh, just knowing who you are in Christ um, it's going to impact what you do. Um, and I think there's so many uh, discouraged Christians. And I think I'm even still learning this now. Uh, I think there are so many discouraged Christians um, that just, man, they, they have a view of God um, that's that's not biblical. And it's just based off of 
uh, guilt yeah. or shame, uh, their own personal shame. Yeah. Uh, and man, just knowing your identity in, in Christ, knowing who God says that you are, uh, man, that just changes everything. Um, and as you mentioned, even the, the whole point of this podcast is help, helping us understand that um, this is not a sprint. Uh, if you look at um, just the whole life of Jesus, um, it screams yep. marathon. I mean, every part of 30 it years before marathon. he even started his ministry, you know, exactly, exactly. So, um, man, if anything, you know, let, let this be just a reminder, uh, just to, uh, just to slow down and, um, just, just ask God, man, what, what are you calling me to, you know, you know, how can I grow? What are areas that I can grow in? Um, and just, just learning how to continually just walk with him, yeah. man. I think that's that's yeah. just vital. Cool, man. Well, thanks for joining me. Thanks for uh, for sharing your input there.